Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Good to see everybody last night at the Queen show. Queen with Adam Lambert. I should be specific. Yes. Well, I, and I like that because somebody had mentioned that they had seen Queen uh, with Paul Rogers back in the day and they enjoy Adam Lambert fronting Queen more. And the reason being, Agreed. the reason being Paul Rogers was his own thing and he was certainly, he made an effort to separate himself from Queen whereas Adam Lambert seems to be looking at it very reverentially. Reverentially. Thank you very much. <laughs> It's a little early in the morning, um, but uh, but but it, true. I mean, when you see Paul Rogers in front of Queen, you think to yourself, "Well, there's a legend in front of legends." But Adam Lambert has sort of settled right into that role right. and does it well. So we were talking to folks last night. I, I asked a family. It was a mom from Maricopa and her three kids. I said, "If I give you one of the song, one of the lines of that middle part of Bohemian Rhapsody, could you do the rest of it?" You mean the opera part? The opera part. Okay. And so uh, the rest of it, the whole thing. I, I gave them. I see a little silhouette of a man. Right. Do you think and, they could do the rest of it? Uh, well, I don't know. The red, like all the way up until where the heavy metal guitar kicks in, or at least keep going for most of it. Uh, how far along do they have to go? Like halfway through. Uh, yeah, I think they can get halfway right. through, and then I think they, they trail off. I think they, when they get to the Galileo part, they, they start to lose it. Hit it. All right. Then. I see a little silhouette of a man. Nailed it. Got a moose, got a moose. Will you do the fandango? Thunderbolts and lightning. Very, very frightening me. Galileo. 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 Figaro. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. I stopped there. Yeah. Well, thank you. But they would have been able to keep going. I think it sounds like they it. absolutely yeah. knew yeah. it. They knew it. Although, although Scaramouche as opposed to Scadamouche. Yeah, I, I still don't even know. like the song is so bizarre. I was really thinking about it yesterday. I, I heard right. it and I was like, it's it's such an insane song. It was a. I don't. I still don't know what Scaramouche means. Right. I learned. Beelzebub, right? From that, I never knew Beelzebub before, but that's I looked a, it up when I heard it. It's the devil. It's the devil. Yeah, it's the devil. yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. never heard that term yeah. until I heard Bohemian Rhapsody. And Bismillah is also uh, it. Well, Bismillah is like it's like shame, right? Or yes, slapping yes. you down, it's, basically. It's actually uh, you know like Farsi. Fred, Freddie, Freddie Mercury yeah. a, was a Muslim. It, he did. He put he put a lot of that stuff in Queen's music back in the day. Why would they think? People would like that song. When you really listen to it, it's like, right. how did they ever think this was going to be a hit? And yet it was. I often do that. Like, I'll be I'll be listening to a song. Like, you know, I, I mean, obviously, I'm a big Zeppelin fan. And when something ends, when a Zeppelin song ends, I sit back and I, I wonder what the mood was in the control room when they ended that. And they just kind of go, yeah, I think we got it. it. Imagine Bohemian Rhapsody and you're Roy Thomas Baker and you're hearing this for the first time. Because they've obviously arranged the song before they get into the yeah, studio. He's the producer. Yeah, so they're sitting there in the studio and they end this thing. And he's got to be sitting there going, what the hell was that about? Right. What's going on here? Imagine <laughs> that. You know, the hell was that? Imagine man? it's 1977 and you're hearing yeah. that for the first time and you're like, oh, 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 my God. Very weird. What the hell? Very, very weird. We and take yet it for like, granted today. Yeah. yeah, and yet they were like, all right, let's do it. Yep, sounds good. Catches on uh, online. It's you know we talk about the Area 51 thing, isn't it? No, but but that is one of those weird things that's caught on online about storming Area 51. But which is not going to happen. No, and you know I I, uh, when we were on, I posted a picture from from my vacation, and it was we were in a a bar in Ketchikan, Alaska. Okay, called uh, the Asylum, and (laughs) and I went into the bathroom, (laughs) went into the bathroom, and the urinal was a beer keg. 
Oh, classy. It's like, a, you know, holly, the front was, you know, sort of removed. Sure. And they put a, you know, trim around it. My guess is cheaper than porcelain. Uh, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And, they, you know, they had actually attached the plumbing and everything to it. So it, it was a functioning urinal. Stainless steel. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so I posted, you know, I just took a picture of it. And uh, I posted it, said, you know, on his vacation, Mark found the greatest urinal in the world. Yeah. And, and, and I bet you at the time you thought it was rarely uh, – it was a unique <laughs> urinal. I did. Yeah. I did. Let me guess. Uh, lots of comments, though. Is that they have these at the Handlebar Pub in Apache Junction. Of course they do. They have these in Sturgis. Yeah. The Flying Bassett Brewery in Gilbert has these. Now, here's a question. This begs it. The Flying Bassett Brewery named why? <laughs> did somebody throw a dog? <laughs> I mean, do they have a Flying Bassett? Somebody threw Angela Bassett. Ah. The actress, well, the, yes. Yeah, that's where, well, that's going to be a brand new television coming to Fox <laughs> this fall. The Flying Bassett. <laughs> There's a place in Tombstone with these. Loco Patron in Scottsdale has these. Right. Mark's Sports Grill and Nightlife in Peoria just had them installed. Ooh. Ooh. They were probably closed for a month, closed for renovations. Yes. Ooh. New urinals coming. Yeah. Road trip to Peoria. Uh, do you, I didn't know you owned a sports bar in Peoria. <laughs> I know. I didn't either. Who knew? Mark is divesting his wealth. Big Nose Kate's in Tombstone has these. I like that. That's right next to Turkey Neck Nancy's. No, you Great know, bar. You know, Big Nose Kate, she was the, uh, she was the whore that hung around with Doc Oh, was she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, on, on our Instagram page, it said Helio Basin Brewing Company at 40th Street in Thomas also has the urinal that is a beer keg. So I guess it's not the greatest urinal of all time. Maybe it is. It's that's sh- why everybody has them. And maybe, well, it seems to be an amenity that's drawn crowds all over. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> I thought it was unique. It's not unique, but it is kick-ass. Yeah. So, Mark, uh, Mark doesn't hang out in a lot of establishments where beer kegs are urinals. We just learned. Yeah. I don't think anybody does. Well, apparently they do because there are plenty of them. The people in your neighborhood, the people that you meet each day. These are uh, neighborhood nicknames. This is uh, it's a weird thing, and you know this if you live in a in a densely populated area. You have a tendency to encounter people every day in your neighborhood with whom you don't actually make an official introduction, but they behave in a manner that you have to describe them to somebody that you do know. So you give them an unofficial neighborhood nickname. For exactly. example, yeah. when I come into work every day, all right, they're uh, across the street from us. I don't know what that is. It looks it's like, like a, a park ranger station. It almost. looks like a VFW yeah. hall, but it's a park ranger yeah. station. And apparently, I don't it, I don't know what time. It opens in the morning, but there's somebody that gets there early in the morning who I have now deemed hip hop hooray because he's got a car stereo and it's like every morning I hear like from across the street. I'm on my way to work and I get out of my truck and I'm like, oh, hip hop hooray's here at work today. He's here, so yeah. So that's that's kind of. That's my new neighborhood nickname for the day. It's Hip Hop Hooray, the guy across the street from us here at the radio station. That's like on on our cruise we were just on. You know, you're on a cruise ship for a week. That becomes your neighborhood. Right. We were talking to a guy in an elevator who obviously, kind of like me, had a cold while he was on vacation. Everything he said... Well, we nicknamed him Stubville because in the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, there's this character, Owen. Yeah. I'm Owen. You hear the snorting at the yeah, end? Yeah, he's trying to clear his throat. Yeah. This guy was like, hey, have you guys gone out on any whale-watching expeditions? 
<laughs> Maybe he had Tourette's or something. Uh, like no, that. it was a it, he had a cold, obviously, and he was uh. trying to get his throat clear. But you don't do it all the time and for like ten seconds after each thing you say. And, and so, to be honest with you, you try to find a place to do it when you're not in public, you know, in company, in, in mixed company. Yeah, we yeah. named him Stubville because right after that scene in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Owen says, uh, "Train don't run out of Wichita unless you're a hog or a cattle. But right. people train runs out of st- st- Stubville." Stubville. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then he does the... Yeah, yeah. that's gross. That actually hurts your sinuses unless it does. you need to do it. Yeah, It does. All right, well, um, you know, we, we do have neighborhood nicknames. We encourage you to actually contribute them to us if you've got one. 480-470-KSLX. Okay, Lydia and Gilbert. You have a neighborhood nickname? Yes, I do. His name is Mr. Knee. Like K-N-E-E? Yes, because he had told me once he had knee surgery, and I could never remember his name. So he walked with a limp, and I used to call him Mr. Knee. Well, you know, she was at least caring enough yeah. that she remembered he had some uh, orthopedic problems. Yes. But she didn't know enough or care enough to remember his name. It's funny because Nee is a very common Irish surname uh, where I grew yeah. up. So there were a yeah. lot of Nees. N-E-E. N-E-E right. was a very common. So to Mr. Nee, I'm like, well, what's what's awkward? What's odd about that? And then she explained it. I'm like, aha. Yeah. It all makes sense. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Dumbassery. Yeah, there's a whole lot of it, and we've got some for you right now. <laughs> the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. It's on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page, and it's sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. You can find them at ridenow.com. Of course, we should mention that tomorrow's dumbass will be another tale of how important it is to follow the rules of the road when you have stuff in your car that nobody else should see. Okay, then. Yes. Such as? Uh, well, you'll find out tomorrow. Oh, damn it. Today, we meet 49-year-old Miguel Rivera. Last Thursday, armed with a brick in his hand at 1240 in the morning. It sounds like it's going nowhere good fast. Miguel smashed his way into a building. The building was the Seminole Heights Baptist Church. And yes, this is Florida. Yeah, I was just going to say, as soon as you said Seminole, yeah. I'm like, aha! Yeah. Miguel was looking for cash, and, well, who has more cash than a church, right? <laughs> oh, Florida church. Yeah, but it is bad form breaking into a church. You think? Bad news for Miguel also because when he climbed through the window, he scraped his back on a piece of broken glass. So oh, so he left a trail. He would, he, you know, if he had gotten to run away, if he had that opportunity, he would have left the trail wherever he went. But Miguel never got to run because before he knew what happened, Pastor Brant Adams was standing over him. Pastor Brant lives only minutes away, and whenever the church alarm sounds, he gets notified also immediately. And then he runs into a phone booth and becomes Captain Jesus. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the really bad news for Miguel is Pastor Brant is licensed to carry a gun. So he was able to hold Miguel there until police arrive. Miguel's probably thinking, of all the churches I robbed... I robbed the one where Dirty Harry's leading the congregation. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel Rivera, he was terribly sorry. You'll pay for your seven deadly sins. Yep. Now he will pay his penance, you, you part, to... part of which is is being the Mark and the Interpol dumbass of the day. You have to ask yourself if he did five deadly sins or <laughs> six. <Or> six. <laughs> well, do you feel like a dumbass, punk? Do well, you? Do you? Man, that's a beautiful story that guy told, man. James Bond music, please. Uh, sure, why not? I'm always, I'm always good with so We were talking behind the scenes the other day about this. we gotta got to ask you what you think. 
Okay, there's a new 007 James Bond movie coming out. All right, yeah, this is, remember, for, for the past few months, it's been Daniel Craig. Will he or won't he? And I think they're paying him something like $50 million for right. one movie. And so he's, uh, Which is insane. He's coming back. He's the best Bond, by the way. He's better than Connery. I hate to be the guy to say it, but well, he's better than Connery. And that's another discussion. Right. But this one is, this is unique here. This is weird, because in this movie, double, he's basically going to hand the 007 mantle over to somebody else, and somebody else will become 007. Right, yeah. The, the 007 designation is, that's his agent designation. Yeah. And I guess, you know, because Daniel Craig is not going to do it anymore, they're trying to figure out who was going to be the next 007. Idris Elba was a guy that they were considering doing. And Which he would have been great. I would have been great. If, if Daniel Craig wanted to pass this thing off to Idris Elba, I'd be I'd be kind with that. I'd be, all right, that'd okay. be good. But here's what's happening. All right. And we, at last night's Queen's show beforehand, we asked a married couple what they thought about this. The new 007 is going to be a woman. Yeah. So we asked a married couple, man and woman, what they thought. How do you feel about that? I'd rather a guy. And this is a woman saying that? Yes, exactly. No, it can't be a 007. It could be a 009. I don't know. It can't be a 007. It's got to be a guy. Got to be a, a ladies' man. Oh, yeah. And I think it's important that we that we point this out. Not that it matters, but it's going to be an African-American woman. Right. Not that that matters. To me, the ethnicity doesn't matter. The gender does. 007 is a dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, here's the deal. Um, Make Santa Claus a woman. <laughs> That's, I mean, no. like, you can't do it. No. 007 is a guy. Uh, here's here's a headline I read yesterday. A black woman is taking over as 007, and it's about damn time. Was this some kind of stumbling block to progress, that 007 is a guy? Uh, well, it is for me. It, he should be a guy. He should be a guy. a guy. Right. That's Superman is a guy. They didn't make Superman a woman. They made a separate character, Supergirl, Supergirl. who would grow up to be Superwoman, I would assume now, because Supergirl is a sexist comment. <laughs> so not okay. Why can't, like that guy said, why can't they just, in this movie, introduce this female character right. and say she's 009, she's she's 011, she's whatever, she's 006, whatever, it's and, not- then, and then have her spin off. Off into her own movies. I got no problem with a female secret agent. I don't care if she's black, green, red, right, whatever. Exactly, yeah. 007 is a dude, man. 007 is a guy. It's like the Dread Pirate Robert. You can't. <laughs> you don't. I, I just don't. I don't see it as. Look, they changed Captain Marvel to. Uh, they changed the gender of Captain Marvel, and I guess it worked. Uh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Because. But see, Captain Marvel is not 007. 007 right. is. Captain Marvel's not a ladies' man. Look, it's... 007's a ladies' man. Yes, yes. And then that's one of the things. If 007, the character, is that of a non-chivalrous ladies' man, uh, heavy drinker, more of a heavy drinker in the books. Shake and not stir. Right, exactly. There's a suave, debonair, you know, sexist pig (laughs) aspect. (laughs) And we love him for it. Yeah, I mean, it's a... I mean, I know it's a... Look, this isn't like Ariel where they're changing the ethnicity of Ariel. That's a cartoon. Right. And cartoons aren't real. 007's a real person. I, no, I would have had no problem with Idris Elba as James Bond. I was not he, it either. He can do the... He, he can be... He can embody the spirit of that character. Yes. That's... I have no problem with that. Reaction? <laughs> reaction? I would say... That's my reaction. Sorry, man. 007's a dude. He's a guy! We're talking about here 
uh, 007 is going to become a woman in the next James Bond movie. Now, let's, be, let's she won't clarify be James, there. She won't be James Bond. No, let's clarify. Daniel Craig is not going through a procedure to become a woman Right, it's not movie. like it's not like Jason Bourne, a man, then became a woman. Yeah, it's no, not, it's not that. There's no Caitlyn Jenner angle going on here. This is essentially He's Daniel handing, Craig is going to hand over the, the title of 007. That's a moniker. That's his identification for MI6. He's going to hand that over to a female. Yeah, the, the Agent 007 moving forward after this next Bond movie is going to be a woman. So and, far, and, reaction has been universally negative. Julie yeah. just emailed in. She goes, so let me get this straight. Bond is going to be a girl. Then what about the Bond girls? Do we now have Bond guys? What about Octodicky? <laughs> Ballsy galore? Where does the madness end? Ballsy galore. Ballsy galore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess for a great example, James Blonde was James Blonde. She changed the gender. But uh, James, you weren't. You weren't 007, right? No, I wasn't 007. I was 0069. Of course you were, and that's fine. <laughs> we're okay with that. But 007 is a man. Yes, yes. 007 is a man. Yeah, you can't just change it. You can't just change it. That's that's true. Well, no bigger an authority than James Blonde has weighed true. in on yep. the subject. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad you guys thought of me on this. Oh, no. We think of you often. All the time. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is this like, this is a done deal? They're coming out like they're just changing the gender? During the movie, Daniel Craig will be in it, and he will pass the mantle of being Agent 007 to a woman. You know, I'm kind of, I'm taking issue with a lot of movies like this. Everybody's, you know, they have to change everything to this new, you know, they have to kick concave to the, you know, yep. be politically correct and all this kind of stuff. It's kind of silly. I'm okay with, with giving uh, a different gender their own superhero, that kind of deal. But to me, changing 007 to a woman is like changing right. Santa Claus to a woman. Right. I agree. Yeah, James Bond is James Bond, and James Blonde is James Blonde. And hot. Thank and you. hot. Thank you, James. <laughs> Take All care. Right, thank you, guys. All right. Bye. See ya. Yeah. So shall it be written, so shall it be done. Yeah. I, I say, you know, make her Agent 009. Whenever, yeah. A, Agent at 008 and spin her off into another series. Then you have two franchises and you're kicking ass. I will repeat this because you may have missed it earlier. We have only to look at the remake of Ghostbusters to see what a bad idea changing the gender of long-established characters. It's not about the gender. It's about the character. Yeah. The character of the Ghostbusters were right. so well known. Those four guys were so well known. It doesn't matter what you do to those characters. They are who they are. Right. Put other guys in there, change their races, that's fine. But they're still men. Yeah. And, and you, and you no. can't do anything about that. Exactly. Why not make Charlie's Angels men? See how that works out. It wouldn't work out. Exactly. Right. That's the point. Yeah. Make her a math genius. Make her Agent 003.147348976. Everybody loves pie. Everybody, last night at Queen with Adam Lambert at the Talking Stick Resort Arena. We were on the plaza beforehand. Yeah. Now, when you and I go to a concert, a lot of times we'll know, you know, all the members of the band names and, you know, who produced what and yeah, but we're who nerds. wrote which track. Yeah, we're nerds. Like most people just go to shows and they just enjoy the music. They don't know who the singer is necessarily sometimes. Right. They don't know this and that. Nor do they care, really. Right. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to see what you think of this person. Now, uh, I believe I believe we've got this person who's going to be... Lisa Mesa. Yeah. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa from right. Mesa. Okay. Right. So I asked her last night, I asked her these three questions. Can you name the four original members of Queen? Okay. 
Do you know Freddie Mercury's real first name? Okay. And what's the first line of Bohemian Rhapsody? How many of those questions do you think that Lisa from Mesa will get correct? One. One? One. Okay, so you think she's just a casual fan, yeah. at, le- at least in terms of the, you know, the intricate knowledge. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, I don't think she gets, I don't think she gets uh, Freddie Mercury's first name. What was the other two? Uh, uh, four members and the first line of Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't Rhapsody. think she gets the four members or, or Freddie Mercury's first name. I think she gets the first line of Bohemian Rhapsody. Let's see how she does. All right. Can you name all four original members of Queen? John Deacon, Roger Taylor, um, Brian May, and, of course, Freddie Mercury. Damn it. <laughs> nice job. Is Freddie Mercury's real first name Froderick, Faroque, or Flatulence? Faroque. Damn it! Correct again. <laughs> what is the first line of Bohemian Rhapsody? Um, it's so hard. Is this the real life? There you go. Son of a... Correct again. She knew her stuff. Yeah, she yeah. aced it. I, was, I couldn't have been more wrong. Well, I could have been more wrong. I, she got, uh, I've actually run into her at a few shows... She knows her stuff, that lady. She was she was with when we did McCartney, she was with the person who was wearing the Paul McCartney Sergeant Pepper socks. Oh. That's how right. into things all she right. and her friends are. All yeah. right. Well, all right. Well, I guess we weren't the nerdliest guys there at the show. I think we're gonna see you next week at a Royal Affair, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that is a week from well, I know the show is a week from tonight. Any concert info you need, you can go to KSLX.com, sponsored by the Earnhardt Auto Centers. And NoBull.com. Check out the KSLX concert calendar. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.